Welcome to the Edge of Work podcast. I'm your host, Al D. This is a podcast for leaders who want to make sense of workplace trends and are looking for new ideas about how to lead people and grow their business in a changing world of work. During each episode, I'll bring you the latest experts, researchers, founders, and leaders to share new and unique ideas, as well as actionable advice around attracting and retaining talent, developing people, and building healthy and sustainable organizations. Welcome to the Edge of Work. Welcome to the Edge of Work podcast. My name is Al D. I'm the host of the Edge of Work podcast. Today is a solo episode courtesy of me, Al D., the host. And now that we have made our way through season three and we are approaching the holidays, I wanted to take a episode just to do a couple things. First and foremost, to talk a little bit about and highlight what I wanted to do was first and foremost to, as we, particularly as we enter in the holiday season, wanted to share a couple things that I'm reading and going to be evaluating over the course of the holidays just to get my mind for the incoming year, particularly as we think about the state of the workplace. The second thing I want to do is just to highlight some things that I'm thinking about and reflecting on after going through season three and really thinking about how that informs what we'll look at in, during season four of The Edge of Work coming in 2024. Hopefully, this will give you some things to think about for yourself, as well as I will link all of the things I'm talking about in the show notes so that if you want to do some reading over the Christmas holiday or over the holidays this December, you'll have some things to uh, read, and I'll make sure to link those in the show notes for all of this. And so I wanted to share just four things that I'm going to be thinking about and reading even a little bit further as I go into the... Christmas holiday and the end of the year. And those four things will, again, they'll be in the show notes. So if you are interested in reading these, you'll get a chance to take a look at them as well. But I'm going to start just by giving a summary of what these are in case you're curious about exploring them a little bit further. The first thing that came top of mind to me was the Lattice State of People Strategy Report for 2024. And This is a report, but it's also a nice landing page, which has some really cool visuals and some data and some insights. This was done by Lattice, the HR software and performance management software provider. And they basically took some data from a survey they did, as well as some of their own kind of insights, and were able to summarize just some of the things that they're seeing from the broader HR landscape. So a couple themes that come top of mind. It sounds HR teams are holding steady after just a definitely a challenging year for many. And some of the highlights include about 41% are meeting or exceeding their goals, but 64% feel engaged and 65% feel confident about their job security. The second key point that's in there, HR budgets and bandwidth are stabilizing a bit. About 79% said their budgets are staying the same or increasing. About 76% already said they're looking into AI solutions. And about 86% of people have a flat or increasing headcount. And this is, again, after a pretty challenging 2022 and 2023. And then the last piece of insight that kind of the key takeaway in the lattice report was successful HR teams have a lot in common. Of those who are exceeding goals, 82% are confident in connecting their work to business outcomes and getting buy-in from the C-suite. And again, the lattice people strategy report 2024, we'll put the link in the show notes. There's a report as well as a really nice dashboard of some of the insights. The second thing that I've been reading and will continue to read further comes from the I4CP. If you're not familiar with them, they are a research and thought leadership think tank that puts out a lot of thought leadership and research from their member organizations. And they have a 
report around 2024 priorities and predictions. What they did was they went and interviewed a number of different C-suite executives in their membership group, ranging from the CHRO, the CLO, the C Chief Diversity Officer, and a couple other different HR executives in the And what they asked them to do was rank the top priorities that they thought were going to be priorities for 2024. And so I want to share some of the insights for the top five priorities for the CHROs, as well as the top five priorities for the chief learning officers and talent leaders in terms of what they believe their organization should be focused on. So for the CHROs, the top five priorities were culture, generative AI, leadership effectiveness, workforce development, and change management. And for the chief learning officers and the chief talent officers, it looks like their top five were leadership effectiveness, generative AI, manager capability, culture and employee experience, and HR systems. So across both of those, I guess a couple key thoughts or ideas that's in there. Certainly, leadership effectiveness was one of the ones that was overlapping, as was around the one around generative AI. But I think what it ultimately speaks to is that there's an importance in, in priority both among technology as well as talent and being able to do both well. In both of those also was this idea around culture and change, I would say. And I think what it ultimately speaks to is that many organizations are constantly dealing with change, right? And many organizations really believe in the impact that can come from having a strong culture. And so both from a CHRO as well as from a talent leader perspective, those are some of the things that are top of mind. There are some more insights in the actual report and some quotes and ideas from some of their people that they interviewed, including some pretty notable CHROs and chief learning officers. So if you are interested in that report, we'll also link it in the show notes. The third report that I've been reading and will continue to mull over as we head into next year is the Gartner HR Trends Report. This was one that came out in early November, but has some insights. And similarly to some of the other places, they have their kind of top five priorities for HR leaders in 2024. And in this report, The top five priorities is marked by their research found, number one, leader and manager development, number two, organizational culture, number three, change management, number four, HR technology, and number five, career management and internal mobility. So again, there's a lot of similarities between the Gartner report as well as the I4CP in terms of kind of the focus on leaders and managers, the focus on culture, and the focus on technology. The interesting thing for Gartner in some of their research that I dug into a little bit Within the leader and manager development camp, one of the key themes which we've highlighted in the edge of work is this idea around really redefining the role of the manager. I think there was a stat in there of something to the effect of that about 53% of HR execs believe that the manager role has basically gotten too big and it's getting too many responsibilities. And they really believe they want to rejigger that a little bit. And I think there was another interesting stat in the Gartner report around managers that I believe they found about one in five managers actually reported that if they'd given the choice, they would actually not want to be manager. And so it really goes to show you just the opportunity that exists in really right-sizing the role of the manager inside of an organization. And then once you redefine that, you can figure out how to go find and identify and train and coach and empower what those managers are. It is interesting, again, that Gartner also points out that focus on change in organizational culture. It is really interesting to think about now because we're going, you know, on four years into the pandemic or uh, post-pandemic, depending on how you want to frame it. And a lot of interesting kind of insight in that Gartner report. The other thing that I'll highlight in the Gartner report is they actually had a section about what's driving the trends that they highlighted. And the four things they listed were the unsettled employee-employer relationship, the persistent skills shortage, the rising impact of AI in the organization, 
and then the pressure for efficiency. I think those are interesting threads to pull in on, and certainly a number of those things are things that we've certainly talked about on the edge of work, particularly under the employer-employee relationship. We had a great episode with Susan Lamott, as well as Dark Lindsley earlier in season three about both of those topics and just how that nature of the employer relationship is changing and, and what that really means. And certainly, it's uh, we've talked to a number of different guests about the skills shortage and, and what that means inside of your organization. A lot of good stuff in that Gartner report. And then last but not least, we have the Culture Amp Manager Effectiveness Report. We'll link that also in the show notes. Again, this report pulls off of some of Culture Amp's own data from being able to do hundreds of thousands of data points across employee engagement surveys that their software provides. And a couple kind of interesting things in here, they were able to really look at the role of the manager from their employee engagement surveys, and they found a couple really interesting insights. So the first off is that managers tend to actually plateau after about two years into the role based off of their engagement scores as well as their performance scores. And then the other kind of interesting data point just around the skills that managers thought they needed to develop and wanted to develop, as well as the skills that their employees felt like they needed to develop and wanted them to develop. So that report also, again, has some really great insights that are worth looking at and worth looking through. So those are four reports, if you will, that I'm going to be spending some more time on reading over the Christmas holiday, studying up on, really helping me think about what else is going on in the world of work, particularly as it retains to attracting and retaining talent, developing people and organizations, and helping people grow in their careers, which are three of the big themes of the show. Okay, so now that I told you some of the things I'll be thinking about moving forward, I do want to reflect back a little bit on the course of season three and thinking about how this also impacts how I'm thinking about season four, which will kick off in early January of 2024. If I look back to season three, there were three main themes that really came out of what we, uh, of the different guests on the show. The first was around the development and the role of the manager. And with this, we had guests like David Landman, the former head of talent development at Goldman Sachs, Adam Hickman from Disney Credit Union, and Angela Chang Simony over at Harvard Business Review Publishing. The, the, these guests, as well as other ones, really helped me understand that manager development really is more than just manager training. It really is about manager effectiveness and not looking at the improvement opportunity for managers just as training, but rather thinking about it in a systemic way and really trying to figure out, in addition to training, what are the other tools you have in your organization to really drive that overall effectiveness of managers inside of your organization? And so those were some episodes that really uh, stood out to me when it came to manager development. The second you know, kind of theme that we came out of this was around career development and mobility inside of organizations. Certainly with episodes with Kat Ward from the Jobs from the Future, Lou Tedrick, the VP of Learning and Development at Verizon, and Linda Sai over from LinkedIn. All of those were really great examples of just the valued importance when it comes to business results of how career development and career mobility can help drive those results, whether that is employee retention or productivity or engagement. And then third, as I think about in the new year, is this idea of what is culture and what is organizational culture in the new world of work? Being able to interview guests like Jen Fisher from Deloitte, Steve Hunt from SAP, Steve Cadigan, uh, the former CHRO of LinkedIn, they really started to really help me think about how do you actually redefine your culture and what does culture even mean in this new world of work? I think a lot of times when we think about culture, we tend to think about the things that we hang on the walls, the words on the walls or the posters or all those things. But 
I also think that this presents itself as an opportunity, just given where we are in the state of work, for companies, as Melissa Daimler really talked about in our episode with her, really can think about redesigning their company culture fit for this new world of work, one that actually aligns both what's said with what's done and what's rewarded, as well as actually takes a line in the sand of, of really saying who we are and who we're not, and really trying the best that they can to kind of align that stated vision with the actual lived reality. And so those were three of the themes that really came up in Edge of Work of Season 3. And in terms of what they you know, mean to me and, and what I'm thinking about for the next year, I, I think the bigger thing that I'm thinking about is whether it's about manager effectiveness, whether it's about career development and career mobility, what is it, whether it's about building better teams or building better cultures as an organization, is how do we do all of these things but do it in a strategic and systemic way? There are lots of professionals out there and lots of organizations out there thinking about these things in terms of initiatives and programs that they're running inside their organization. And I think those are important and I think those matter. But the reality of it is, is that just thinking about it as an initiative and program will only get you so far. I think what the core of some of these things are and what really they are needed in order for them to be effective is to really embed them into the fabric of your organization. But doing so is a lot easier said than done. And so what I'm hoping to explore really in season four is for all the things I just talked about, whether it's manager development, whether it's team and organizational development, whether it's career development, how do we find ways to just make those a part of the culture of the organization so that they happen, whether or not there's a program or an announcement, but that they're just ways of working and just a part of the actual organization itself. I think that these are things that are critical to driving a successful organization in this new world of work. And so I'm really interested in exploring and talking with people who are thinking about this and are trying to do this. And so that certainly is going to be, I think, a theme, or hope to be a theme for season four based off of the guests that I've lined up and the things that I'm thinking about. Drawing on, certainly, the guests that we've had in season three, some of the research that I'm looking at, and some of the work that I'm doing each and every day. So that wraps up this uh, episode I just want to say thank you to those of you who are listening in and for continuing to listen in. I hope that this is a valuable source of knowledge and information as you think about how you can create a better workplace for your people and inside of your organization. As always, I always appreciate any feedback or thoughts or ideas. You can certainly shoot me an email and connect with me on LinkedIn, send me a message. But I just wanted to say that I'm grateful that you're listening in and tuning in. If this resonates at all or you appreciate this podcast, I always appreciate any reviews. You can go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review, leave one right within Spotify. And I just want to say thank you and please have a wonderful and safe holiday and enjoy some time off. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Al D here. Thank you so much for listening to the Edge of Work podcast. If you like what you heard, I encourage you to share the episode with a friend, as well as to head over to Apple Podcasts to leave a review and let us know what you think. I would be forever grateful if you did that. I would also love to hear directly from you about what episodes you're listening to or any suggestions you have for how we can make it better. You can find me on LinkedIn.